does Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 live up to the rest of the Marvel Universe? We'll talk this and many other things. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. I always like that little like in the end of there. It's always exciting. I was doing my group dance. We're joined again by Nick. Hey guys. And the ever awesome XJ2000. Yeah. He's in the house. XJ2000. You used my nickname. Long story. (laughs) I did use it. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We can't talk about it yet though. We can't can't talk about it yet. (laughs) We'll get there. How long has it been since we've seen the movie? Two it's weeks? Been a, it's been a couple of weeks. We, we, took we, had a, a, we had a funeral. I had a funeral. I had to go Yeah, through. we took a week off. I saw it a second time. I so. saw it a second time. <laughs> so did I. I saw it a we've second time also. Twice. All so right, we're so good. we all admitted it. So we're, okay. we're all seen it twice. So we sh- it should be really fresh. Did you see the cutscenes both times? Oh, yeah. Yes. There's a lot of people who left early after like one or two cutscenes. I know, and this one has five. We'll get into it. It yes. has five scenes throughout the credits. Five scenes. So before we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy... Let's do a little trailer trash. Trailer trash. Ooh. Uh, so what trailer? So the the biggest one that was probably in front of it is the obvious one, the Thor Ragnarok. Ooh, we kind of that... we kind of teased a little bit last episode. That was the first time I saw it not on my phone. That was when <laughs> I saw it on the big screen. <laughs> Uh, thoughts. You need, you need a big screen for Hulk, right? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it is, it, and to me, that was almost like a perfect teaser trailer. It had everything that I wanted it to have. One hundred percent. The immigrant song, like Led oh, Zeppelin, yeah. like perfect for when, the theme. I mean, when he threw the hammer and Kate Blanchett just grabbed <laughs> it and held it and then just crushed it, I was yeah. just like, oh, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Well, and I think she has. I mean, that movie has. I, what I kind of I think these really big actors doing yeah. these roles that I'm like, oh, I bet they had a lot of fun just sitting there doing that. They look really good. I, I Thor one, I remember thinking was like, oh, he gets his own movie. That's weird. But then Thor two, I was like, okay, it's kind of cool. And but this one, I'm all in. I'm like, when you, I think him and Loki are pals again now. It I, seems I like don't know. you can't tell. You can't um, tell. Which is so you great. Can never tell it's, with a, Loki. it's a great. I think it. I think this will actually be. Because I, I, I think I said it before, I got tired of the kind of Avengers films. I think they're bloated with their with their narrative. They're fun scenes, but not really much of a story. Yeah, but like you said, it, it does look like everybody's just having fun in this movie. Yeah. Now, well, it's the director Taika Waititi is is the New Zealand. He's from New Zealand. I mean, New this, Zealand. New Zealand. Good on ya. If you guys been watching that recent story about, there's a whole like image like. This is Eminem story. John Oliver's been covering it, but what? Some what crazy did Eminem stuff. do in New Zealand? I don't know, man. It's just like this one political party was like using one of his songs, like the Mom Spaghetti song, and it's it's this whole thing. But you got to check it out. But anyway, in other in other New Zealand news, Taika Waititi is <laughs> in other New Zealand is, news is awesome. Like what we do in the shadows, everybody should see that amazing film. What we do in the shadows? Oh, I've, seen, I've seen the trailer for that, but I've, I've never. Is it seen out? Hilarious. I don't yeah. know. It. Is it a comedy? It, yeah, it's a comedy. It looks, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like about, a comedy horror movie. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a comedy about vampires that like live together in a house. And, Crikey! And it's it's got Jemaine Clement from you know Flight of the Concords. Uh, I love what is it, it's already out. 
Dude, it's been out for like three years. Man, I don't yeah. even know that. Okay, well, out. I need to put it on the list. I don't even yeah, know about but, it. What we do in the he's, shadows. He's hilarious. Everything he's done, I've loved. What I else mean, has he done? I, I'm pretty sure he did Home Alone uh, 2? Eagle versus Shark. Home Alone 2. I got to think if oh, he did Eagle vs. Shark. Heard, I have not seen, but I have Jermaine heard Jermaine Clement of is Eagle in Eagle vs. Shark. Shark. I think he directed it. I got to I gotta look that up, but nice. he's really, really good. What's all, his name? That whole crew from New Zealand is great. What's the director's Taika name? Taika Waititi. That doesn't sound New Zealand. That is like a mouthful. Well, it's like, you know, there's the whole like Samoan like influence right. and stuff. So there's a lot of island, you know, Pacific Island um so I don't, I don't we're gonna make a movie I didn't I didn't look him up on ancestry.com I don't know where he's from <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> well you should have but he is he is really really good and and he's gonna I think he's is gonna inject some really awesome humor yeah it to looks different and fun and like he did do Eagle vs. Shark he did a, lot, a few Flight of the Concords episodes uh, yeah. hey did um now according he's to also you, in he's also in the in the movie he's in uh, Thor Ragnarok he plays Korg the like rock dude um, ah. from the from the comic Planet Hulk. Nice. And, well, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Now, apparently, this movie is pulling a lot from Planet Hulk. Correct. Well, I don't or, know. Or some. Uh, some. I don't know. I mean, the whole gladiator gladiatorial, you know, like battle and stuff. That's all from Planet so Hulk. So we're supposed to assume that this. But is Thor why... is not in Planet Hulk. Right. But we're supposed to assume that this is why Thor and Hulk are not in the Captain America movie because they're off doing this adventure. Yeah. Now, do you think after seeing this, like the the look and feel of it, do you think we'll see like a Guardians cameo or something in it? Oh, because it's of, like possible. the neon lights and the like, like, like it yeah. kind of has that feel. And it's like so otherworldly. It's out in space. It does. Yeah, like you'll see Star Lord just kind of pop up. Or, uh, we can talk about this a little bit, but I'm cool. interested in how Guardians is going to tie in with all this, and without it just being quick little cameos. How are they really going to bring these characters into this Avengers? Into the major. What is it? A three-part movie. Which one? The this one where they're all merging the Thanos glove, the Infinity. Well, it originally was going to be two parts, but they they've now since because well they have like forty three major actors. (laughs) Pretty much. They originally said it was going to be Infinity War Part One, Part Two, but they have since pulled back and said the Infinity War and then. The next Avengers movie. They haven't said mm. it's not part two. They haven't said like what the title is going to be. Uh, now, if how does Guardians pop into that? They because I, I feel like in the Avengers world they would have to just kind of okay, here we are. It's kind of funny. Now we're gone. But but they've made we everyone likes the Guardians so much because I what Groot could pretty much kill any of the Avengers. <laughs> well, you know, in a lot of the comics, well, baby Groot, Groot couldn't. Yeah. He, well, he's teenage group by the well, end. T- teenage group. As of baby, now, he's teenage baby group. Groot still had skills though, but uh, in in a lot of the like comics, like Groot doesn't really appear that much with everybody. At least in like the old ones, he's just like a random monster villain that like crops up and that is he a villain in the comics? People, well, he's like a big monster. He's not like super mean, but it's just like he just says Groot, and you know, like he just is with right. a bunch of other monsters well, and they take him down. So the comics, only just from what I've seen lately, they I think actually from with the first film. They kind of revamped them to make them exactly like the first film. They're still drawn, like Starler's still drawn like he used to be, but the characters I feel like in now he is, you know, sticking his vines at people's noses and yeah, yeah, killing them. And it's like well, Blade, Blade, them, the Blade comic was yeah, the worst thing I, ever I until the movies. One, I just read one where Star Lord has like, you know, he's got a bunch of like cybernetic like enhancements and stuff, like so, and he looks different, you know. Yeah, but. he's like blonde or something, isn't he? No, that's Adam Warlock. 
No, no, it's in, in Which the comic we'll, book. We'll get to it? that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Because he doesn't look at all like Chris Pratt. He's he's, he's got brown hair, but uh, at least in the in the oh, a lot of the comics that I've seen him in. But and they have greenlit Guardians Part Three already. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm gonna, they, I even think before gonna this keep. came out. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, speaking of which, should we talk about... We can jump right into Guardians Volume 2. We went to see Guardians Volume 2. And, um, and, and, and apparently we've all, we've all seen it twice. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the, the, the twice. Because this is what happened with me with Star Wars with Rogue One. Should, should we different. put a, a spoiler alert into, into this? Oh, say I already spoiled we're... a bunch, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, say spoiler alert right off the bat. My we'll answer is going to be different than yours. We'll we'll so the first time things. I saw Star Wars, I was like, K2SO steals the show. Oh, Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. Sorry. And then the next viewing, I was like, Chirrut Imway and his buddy. Like, for me, the second showing, I was like, man, they really were my favorite part. Like, the second time through. Right. And with Guardians, it was kind of the same way. Where, like, the first viewing, I was like... Man, Drax steals the show for me. I was like, he was, I thought he was like, they gave him all the best lines. He was hilarious. And the second time through, I was like, oh, you know what? Other people do get their sort of, their time. And so it was. I, I, I was kind of like that because the first time it was all about Baby Groot, I thought, stole the show. And then the second time, I was like, well, maybe Drax kind of stole the show. Yeah. Uh, I My thing is, I, I'm sort of, I thought you were talking about why we saw it twice. I was like, I only saw it twice because my kids wanted to see it the second time. <laughs> I did not like the character of Zandu at the first season, the first show. And I was like, eh. But then the second Yondu? one, Yandu, sorry. I really liked him in the second Zandu? viewing of it. Zandu, Zandu. <laughs> no, it's just Yandu. It's Xandar is the planet, which I think Xandar. we called it Nova Prime last time, right. which is the person who runs whatever. So what did you guys think? I, I really liked it. I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think that they, I, I liked, you know, they, they split the, the group up for a vast majority of the movie, right? Right. And I like, obviously, when they're all together better than when they're like, we've got like sort of, you know, plot B and plot A and they're like, but but it didn't, you know, I mean, that's the thing is we always get together and we love the movie and we really enjoyed it, but we nitpick, you know? Oh, yeah. So that's, I'm nitpicking, but. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Exactly. I nitpick a little bit. Uh, But one of the nitpicks I heard that I don't know what I think about do you feel I heard someone say that the Mantis character was like slightly racist? I, because, d- I didn't find so, her to be any. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, this is really her. At what point is something racist or not? That And usually when that comes up in a group, I just stay out of it because I'm like, you yeah, never sound good in this conversation. <laughs> so but I was wondering, I was like, oh, is this or is this not? Because I feel like a movie like this so big and in this day and age, especially from Disney, they're not going to be putting overly advertent racist oh, no. things out no, there. No, no, no. I'm sure they got a they whole learned, department they, who they, combs yeah, through they, these things. They probably have people that are like, oh, no, you need to fix this. Yeah. They, they learned that lesson from uh, a Transformers, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> well, they didn't sorry. do Transformers. I no, know, I, I, know. I don't think saying, they've learned the lesson. They, they're yeah. still doing they, it in Transformers. They learned their lesson from years ago doing, you know, Song of the South and stuff like that. <laughs> Giving the Little Mermaid uh, preacher a boner. Or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like a lot of the the like separate plots, like keeping them keeping them. Like, right. I was like, yeah, I wish they were together more. But uh, uh, also, I feel like they really browbeat us with the themes. Like, I don't know. Do you think it's about fathers? <laughs> Do you think there's something about fathers? Yeah, maybe family. Yeah. yeah exactly. Well, then, literally every character had a father issue they were wrestling with. Uh, Drax wanted nothing but to be a father and couldn't because his family was taken away from him. 
uh, Chris Pratt, you know, didn't know his dad, or now he met him, and now his dad's name is Ego because he's a big <laughs> ego, and that makes him a bad father. Uh, the other t- uh, Rocket Raccoon and Yondu both were factory grown or whatever, and didn't ever know a father, and they and then but then Yondu ends up being slightly a father figure, an adopted father figure to Chris Pratt, and right. Well, but um, and then and then when Yondu and Rocket are talking, you know what I mean? Like we got before he said, "I know because I am you." Yeah, like we got, we get we it. Knew that they were the same. Uh, the two sisters was. bonding yeah. over their bad dad Thanos, but like yeah. they gave us three scenes, the ultimate bad where dad, they're right? like, yeah, three scenes where they're like. Oh, we do love each other because we're sisters. Like, okay, we get everything you're saying. Well, like, they wanted to make sure they drove home. That right. This is a this is the family. Well, and then obviously, then Baby Groot, everyone was his parent. You know, yeah, they, they, yeah, they yeah. made that obvious by him passing around yeah. at the end. So, but it really was. It was like every character in this is wrestling with a daddy issue, and they're making it very clear. Which isn't bad. It just was like, man, this is pretty heavy-handed they, message. That's part of why they split them up so they could be like, oh, this is my my family now, or the people that I'm right. not with. Well, they also they also you know they play the song Brandy at the beginning, and, and like then nine other times, and then he brings it back in, and he's like, Ooh, oh no, Peter, like we're the we're the sailor, and that's I'm like, okay, <laughs> like oh, yeah, you don't have to say that. The lyric, yeah, um, yeah. So not that I thought it was bad, but we did mention this in volume one. I loved the volume one soundtrack mixtape. Oh yeah. I would not go vol- by the volume two mixtape. It was a little more slower, which I get, I feel like it paced the movie well, Yeah, but every new song I was like, eh, I kind of, I, I didn't think it was terrible. I still thought it was, I wouldn't go by it. Listen to it in my car. Yeah. I like it. But <laughs> who buys music anymore? You just stream it. So <laughs> pay your monthly fee. I still have a bunch of CDs in my truck. <laughs> a whole lot. I buy them all the time. My, my girlfriend and I have the, like, we do not share any taste in music whatsoever. Right. And I was like, I, I played Cat Stevens or Yusuf Islam. Like, I played uh, that album, like, the whole next day and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I love Cat Stevens. And she was like, I do not get your music taste at yeah, all. And I, I, was, I mean, <laughs> I like that. The, I, the 70s, I love 70s music, but that wasn't my favorite uh, Cat Stevens but, song. Or what? What about, you know... The end of volume one, he got opened up the gift oh, from yeah. his mom so, and got the, the mixtape two. Right. This one really a Zune. Yeah. Get, it holds so 300 hard. songs. I love that joke. Now, hold on. I, I love say, that wait, joke. I meant to ask it. So a Zune is a is not new. It's old. Right? <laughs> it's old. Okay. You don't it, know about the Zune? A Zune, so Zune doesn't the, exist. That was anymore. my guess is the joke is, oh, this was a next evolution of technology, but no. not even we're close to where we are no, now, no, no, right? No, That's no. the joke. The, the Zune was the competitor with the iPad or the iPod when they both first yeah, it was came the, out. The iPod killer, and yeah. no one got a Zune. And no one, no got, one got a Zune. <laughs> so, yeah. how did his mom get a hold of a Zune when she died in like nineteen seventy-five? No, they, they, they found they found one for him. They're like, we found oh, this for you, and it holds like three hundred three hundred, but it doesn't have a mom mix on it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure, that's I'm gonna sure bring it has something else. The, that's going to bring us into the 90s. Yeah. Or maybe, early 2000s. Uh, maybe Ego made a playlist for right. him before nice, he nice. went all um, crazy. Now, I thought, because Ego from the comic books was only that big purple planet. He was never personified as a guy when I read him. So I thought they did a really good job with that. Because I was like, how are they going to have Ego? Because he's a big planet. But then you get yeah. that one shot. The one shot where you see it. Where you see him as a planet, which is cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I also thought like him, like how he showed like the history, like all the things that he did with those like, well, first of all, can we talk about how Ego shows up on a giant sperm? 
<laughs> like, like if we're talking about the dad theme here, like he comes in on a spaceship that's just a giant sperm. Okay, yes. <laughs> well, and I love some of the silly, like that first scene where he's sort of slowly like surfing on it, and waving <laughs> his hand. I was like, yeah. really? And, and then all, all of his like little TVs that he has in his house, ha- you know, like right. they're all just like these little like sperm-like things. That it yeah. was really cool. That- and they all look like the intro to um, Westworld. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. But I like that. I like the the texture yeah. of like it the, was a good way to tell like, it. Like it's like kind of like these porcelain type. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that those scenes with the well, all the all the style in it because everything was bright because he had that and then the um, who are the people that were after him that were all gold. Oh, the sovereign. Oh, they yeah, were cool. The sovereign. Yeah. They were real. They, that was done really well. They even made they, they do such a good job of entering humor into these. It's, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Even with serious characters. Oh, it was great too. Yeah, because this and, and and there's social commentary embedded in that humor with the sovereign because you know they're this super rich community that like they. They don't actually engage in battle. Right, death is a video game. Exactly, yeah. death. De- you know, and it's like it's like you know. I mean, there's it's not as sort of overt as some other movies that we've seen lately about like the drone, you know, drone warfare. But it's like there's there's a commentary here about like oh, you don't have to like ever risk yourselves uh, in this battle. You can just send your little like drones in there, and you're you know, it's there's some socioeconomic uh, critique in there for sure. Do you feel like there's going to be a Ving Rhame, Sylvester Stallone spinoff movie? Oh, with the with the original, original Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they'll just be featured more, probably more prominently. I like in the next Sylvester one. Stallone was really good. He looked better in this than he did in Rocky. And <laughs> Ro- Rocky or uh, Creed, I mean, in Creed. I was like, oh my gosh, that dude's going to die any day now. But I was like, oh, I guess they added a lot more makeup to make him look older. Maybe they'll just Creed. make it uh, Expendables in space. Yeah, uh, Expendables yeah, that's what it'll be. Speaking of Creed, we forgot to talk about how how cool Tessa Thompson looked in as Valkyrie in uh, the Thor Ragnarok trailer. She she was in Creed. I don't know who's, who is she? She was she was uh, uh, Adonis's uh, girlfriend. In Creed. Oh, yeah, and she's Valkyrie. In- so the things I do love, I thought the opening sequence with Baby Groot oh, yeah. was brilliant. Like, oh, that was to be amazing. able to shoot an action scene where they know you're only getting pieces and picking which pieces you get, all based around only, a only Guardians way of the do. Galaxy could basically not show you the whole opening action sequence. Like, which was except awesome, for the, yeah, and it was hilarious, awesome. and it was all in the background, yeah. And and you had more fun watching Groot and dance around. That opening oh, yeah. scene yeah. showed you like the opening scene did so much. It was almost like the beginning of episode four of Star Wars, like, oh, big empire, little tiny ship, these guys have power, these guys don't. Like you get a lot from that opening scene. And this you get you got the family union, you you got how they looked after baby Groot, you got how they that he was a baby, they babied him, you got all of their relationships with each other, you got like I feel like that opening scene told you a whole narrative of what you're getting ready to experience. And I thought it was actually pretty brilliant. And it also, I think it also like foreshadows too, like the only two people who are really worth their salt are like Gamora and Rocket. <laughs> like they're the only two that like can really tear it up. Like uh, Chris Pratt's pretty good. Like he's uh, got little guns, right? Yeah, but it just... I always wonder like, so you never get shot? I believe Gamora <laughs> or Drax could like take a bullet or something. Yeah, but yeah. can you? Well, but, he's a celestial or... I guess, well, no. he was. I guess he couldn't yeah. die. You're right. I don't think. I, I don't. I think you're going to see that he hasn't lost the power. That it's just like. Yeah. But that, what, that there is a light still glowing somewhere. Absolutely. So that way he's. Yeah. Well, and the second thing that I think is good is, and Guardians of the Galaxy is the only thing I've ever seen that can do it. Is you forget that Rocket Raccoon and Baby Groot are CGI. You forget that they're not there. They do such true. a good job of animating and personifying them. You forget that they're not real characters in the film. There, there was only one scene where like. Baby Groot was sitting and Chris Pratt had his hand behind him. Yeah, where yeah. I was like, oh, I remember now. You're, you're CGI. You're not real. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I thought it was so good. Well, even with the, the humor in this movie, they really 
push the emotion more too. Like trying to flip mm-hmm. it on the other end. Like when they the mutiny on the ship and they started killing all of Yondu's crew right. like one at a time. He's just like Ugh. I cannot believe that goofy dude from Gilmore Girls is in both these movies as a prominent figure. He's like Yondu's like number one guy that ends up taking the thing in the That's end. That's James Gunn's brother. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's an all yeah. the- Does James Gunn have something to do with Gilmore Girls? He's in. I have no idea. Because that guy's like oh, that guy's of one of the Gilmore major <laughs> side characters in Gilmore Girls. Oh, one of the major. I mean, he's in probably at least half the episodes as a dude. But in he's town. In, yeah. So James Gunn and uses everybody again, like. Like Peter Quill's grandfather, I guess, is in uh he's in Slither. Um he's the mayor. He's huh. he's hilarious as the mayor in Slither. He was Yeah, he, he just kinda has a cameo in this one. He was. Yeah, he's just in the car that like when the when ego starts when to do stuff, his thing that like when the, the car lifts up, you know, black sludge he's stuff the driver or whatever of that it car. is that's coming out. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And obviously that was an odd. <laughs> the whole time I was like, This is the thing, this big purple blob at first i didn't like michael rooker's young i was like yeah and then as the movie went on you're like oh yeah and then when he well spoiler alert when he mary, mary poppins, poppins y'all. mary poppins y'all Best line that was i'm <laughs> mary poppins y'all because that dude can only play white trash from like days of thunder to <laughs> walking dead to even yondu is like a white trash sort of dude white trash yeah. blue Slither. guy he yeah. can't be Anything other than like the guy from Carolina who hangs out with my sister. It, it, it works yeah. out for him. All right. So let me tell you about my favorite thing about Guardians is that is it the way that they do technology? Like what I think what some other sci-fi movies will do is that they'll work t- way too hard to make like all of the technology seem credible. Right. For instance, Minority Report. Sure, and, and it's like, it's, and I love Minority Report, right? I love and it I too, love but it's Edge like, it's tomorrow, you're going to go through all this work to watch a TV screen? I love all the sci-fi movies that I'm critiquing right now, but like, when they work so hard to like make the technology seem credible, it makes it harder for the audience to 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 see whatever's happening as incredible, right? Right, and I think the cool thing about Guardians of the Galaxy is they never, they don't even, they don't care, they don't try to like when he's like spray painting yeah, new spray technology, painting spray painting yeah. new circuitry, and like just spray painting the shit back into shit. like, yeah. And it's like we're just like whatever. They're not. There's not like a line like, oh, good thing we invented this new spray bu- yeah, blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah. He Quant- just doesn't. You quantum know, you don't asteroid like- fields like nobody. Even how they like teleport, like their their hyperdrive, like that's not really explained. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, like just, when they had to make the like yeah. seven hundred jumps. Yeah. So the thing is, is they can do whatever they want, and we're like we're in we're we're along for the ride. Like right. we don't care. Like or how like rocket can just. When he builds these things in like seconds, yeah, like sure. it's kind of. But then he still uses like duct tape. Yeah, but we never think about it. We're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. That looks cool. Uh, I, I accept that. I believe that. You know, or even how their ships, like the the main ship that they drive, like that thing is f- presumably flying like hyper hyper speed. Right, it's right. turning on a dime. Right, like it's like, <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. like I mean, it's like right. turning on a dime, and we're just like, yeah, okay, that's how ships work. In that this is true. World, you know, <laughs> yeah, they just enter you into the world, and you just have to take it. That's actually. Um, there's actually, uh, it's not as much as a sci-fi thing, but a lot of like newer, I read this somewhere from, especially in the horror genre, or they're like just these storytellers now, like, you know, we're putting you in the world and you just got to accept it. We don't need to explain everything to you. And I think we went through a time where everything needed to be explained. Well, the show I was going to, I was going to equate it to, which I know you've kind of started to watch, but you don't, but I'm a huge fan of Rick and Morty. If, have you seen that, Brad? I saw one episode. I, I've seen one episode as well. And you guys couldn't get into it? You couldn't keep no, watching? I, I didn't I, I not get, get into, into it. it I, but... I lost my Hulu access, oh, okay. so I could continue watching <laughs> but, uh, it. But they, they, do, they do technology in this like, kind of the same way there, where it's like, 
Rick, the the like you know the main character can just come up with crazy stuff, right. and you're yeah, just yeah. like whatever. Okay, he's got a portal gun. He can go between d- dimensions and whatever you know. So, but that was that was uh that was probably my favorite part. I think about other than like just the humor, you know. Yeah, from- yeah they, they they did a good job too, and like. With going with my the kids, like half the stuff Chris and I were like laughing at, like the kids were like not laughing at, but they, <laughs> they laugh at stupid things. They they do a great job of adding mixing the humor, the action, the emotion, like in this mixed bag. Yeah. And you don't get tired of it. I didn't get I like a lot of like again to not the not that I hate the not Avengers to bash movies, on Avengers, but I I get tired of them. I I've watched them every Avengers movie. When I start watching the second time, I'm like, eh, I'm bored. You're right. The emotion in Avengers, I didn't think about it, but it's it's always too heavy-handed. Whereas here, you're like, man, we we feel this emotion for Yondu, who's kind of like a side character and kind of yeah. a weird, right? And you get it. You're, dude. Like, oh. you're like, man, like, like they don't explain that whistle arrow. Yeah. <laughs> that is the the darnest. Like, how does it work? Yeah, that's that's another technology. Yeah. And, it, thing. and it, they realize it has nothing to do with this whistle. It's all in it's his, his heart. heart. Yeah. How does his heart? Why does he need a fin if his heart is controlling an arrow? Like, does the how fin do you think I control that heart? arrow? Like, in my whistle or whatever. It says. Like, if you try to think about it, it's never going to make sense, right? Yeah. But you just whatever. Yeah. I the the arrow is that from the comic because it is the coolest it, weapon ever. Well, the, the scene where they trying to get Groot to get his extra yeah. fin. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. one of the best. Like it's red. It's <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the best scenes. <laughs> it, and I and that's another thing I like that they just go with that eventually everyone starts to know what the I am Groot's mean. Like they can have yeah. long conversations because <laughs> Rocket oh, yeah. was had the only ability to understand it. Now yeah. they all do. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's like it's like Chewbacca, like like Han Han can understand Chewie. Yeah. Like with his with his wookie growls and <laughs> you know, it's the same thing that they're kind of doing with And Groot. let's not forget Taser face. Yeah. Oh, taser face, yeah. <laughs> like there was just a lot of great scenes in the movie, great humor. And we didn't even like get into, oh hey, Kurt Russell is in this movie. <laughs> oh, Kurt Russell plays Kurt his Russell. dad. Yeah, Kurt Russell's on the And uh, you know, that wasn't a CGI Kurt Russell. It was just a heavily makeup one in the beginning. In the opening sequence? Yeah. Wow. He was not CGI. He's a I'm good sure looking dude. They something up. They, they had to. Have no, they said it was heavily makeup and some latex, like to smooth his face out a little bit, but, and maybe even, but it was not CGI'd. I don't know if I buy that. That's what I read. And do you believe everything you read on the internet? <laughs> most of it. He looks good. He's a good looking guy. As, I mean, he is someone who has aged, aged well. well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely really well. has. We, we've gotten two Kurt Russells in pretty close weeks. He was, you know, he's in the Furious movies now and oh, he was in true. Guardians. He is in the Furious movies, along with Clint Eastwood's son, who looks just like his dad. Oh, yeah. But we'll we'll get into the Furious movies in a future episode. Well, and speaking of movies, we're going to get into Alien. So I was going to make a tie into uh, we talked we mentioned the thing last time with Kurt Russell, and uh, I want I, I I'll, I'll be interested to, to hear what you guys have to say about sort of the aliens in the new in Covenant and how you feel about them. Ooh, future so, once yeah. again, another and you've seen it, right? Episode. I have seen, and I have not. We'll see it soon. Teaser. So, where would you rank this Guardians in uh, the, the whole Marvel, Marvel, all cinematic, Marvel cinematic universe movies? I mean, because the first it's definitely in the top Guardians, ten, possibly top five. I would probably put it in my top five. Um, I didn't like. I I loved it. The first Guardians still is. Is at yeah. the top. I would put these Guardians movies probably. I mean, I loved Iron Man one. Yeah, that's probably my my favorite of all of the. Um, and yeah, Iron Man one changed a lot for me. The Guardians of the Galaxy, 
volume one changed a lot for me. So those are definitely been, I can't do Blade. Avengers. Avengers is really, the first yeah, Avengers, the first Avengers really, was good. Um, Joss Whedon is the man. And it, yeah, I guess, I bet it would make my top five. I think I would put it. I don't know where at exactly, but I think. It I mean, would. I the, think the, if you took the, anyone, the Captain America films are good. They're good. Yeah, they they are oh, good. Yeah. Uh, but what what's cool about I, Guardians? I actually really love the first Captain America. What's movie. cool about Guardians is it has so much rewatchability. Oh yeah, throw it in. We can watch it. It can be a background movie. It can be like whereas the Captain America films, like you got to watch them. Like they're kind of a little more intense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so for me, the intensity makes it to a film like it's good, but I'm not gonna pop it in. Oh, let's go watch the you know Winter Soldier just randomly. Yeah. But the Guardians movies will be like, ah, put that in. Let us while we're doing something for else. Sure. Here. Yeah, it's in the top five or six for sure. Um, yeah, I'm really interested to see how they collide these two universes because I without unless it's just a quick cameo, I don't. Yeah, there was how there was no it. real tease in this one to go. To connect yeah, I was waiting anything. for that. There wasn't I mean, there even was the, the tease stone. at the end with Adam Warlock, which yeah. I had to. I. You know, I'm not a Marvel reader. Right. You weren't. So I like, knew I knew who Adam does, Warlock does was. Does this mean something? Yeah. Like, I knew who he was just because I collected and have all of them, the first three uh, editions of the comic book cards that they used to sell when, uh, in the 80s. Cool. And so I always knew Adam Warlock because yeah. of that. But. Well, he's really like, I mean, to a certain extent, he's kind of the primary figure in that, in the Guardians like universe. Right. Like, so it's... Does, does he eventually become one of the Guardians or is he like a bad guy? He's not a he's not a bad guy. Or he's just sort of like a he's like say. an like his power is extensive. Like he, he he like with his soul gem that it's like this like green gem like in the middle of his head. He's like he's he's like one of the most powerful figures in like the comics like in general. Right. So well, and so is Vision to some degree, right? Yeah, I like mean, he totally was never separate. a strong character, yeah. but he was a powerful character. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's what so with there Thanos, are some similarities between them. With Thanos and then Adam Warlock. Maybe that's how they tied in the Infinity War. Yeah. Into all of it. I don't know. But I, I don't think the Soul Gym is an Infinity Stone because I think they have I think they've mentioned all of the Infinity Stones. I think there's still one one missing that they mm. haven't mentioned Luke or found. Cage, Jessica Jones got it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all part of the same world. Yeah, I'm yeah, always laughing at like, what's Hawkeye and Daredevil and uh, you know, Black Widow going to do against Thanos? <laughs> yeah. Like literally yeah. nothing. nothing. Luke Cage, they should go get him. Th- they could like put him in a cannon and shoot him at Thanos' but, but eye. Thanos is one of those characters too, where in the comics he's just like he's so powerful, right? That it's it's almost like I wish if he were just a little bit less powerful, it'd be more fun, right? To like watch people collide against him. Well, because especially because so the Marvel world doesn't really have. I mean, maybe you correct me if I'm wrong. I guess maybe maybe Captain Marvel, like, but. They don't have a Superman. Like, cause in the end, you're like, well, Superman will go fight our gods for us because he is a god. Like, yeah. But do they have that? They don't. They have some powerful people, but they all have pretty severe weaknesses. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I think, I think Warlock and Captain Marvel in the Guardians of the Galaxy are a couple of those people who are like really, really strong. Right. I mean, you know, I'm a Hulk guy too. And the, the tagline is, Hulk is the strongest one there is. When so. he lost to Superman and the, amalgamation you, you know how these there's there's comics that there's storylines that are that that happen and then there's other storylines like i don't accept that uh, I don't if you think about doomsday he's basically like a hulk clone so is he yeah he's basically he's, he's a wannabe hulk doomsday um, is for sure the uh it's like the abomination right i mean with the like 
He's got the like spikes that stick yeah. out of him and stuff. Did you hear? The movie, uh, they so made they, him look like he it. said an article today. It's sad, but also kind of exciting. Um, Joss Whedon really will be finishing the Justice League movie because Z- Zack Snyder had to uh, step child, away. Uh, committed suicide, which is very sad. Whoa. Horrible. So they stepped yeah. away because of family issues, obviously. But Joss Whedon's going to be doing some Justice League stuff. That's kind of awesome. Well, right? wasn't, wasn't Joss signed on to do another? I don't know. Uh, Batgirl. He signed uh, on the new Batgirl movie. Yeah. Is so he allowed? I'm, I'm surprised Disney doesn't have him like on lock and no, key. They, or something. So they, they brought him in to, to finish off, do the post-production and any reshoots that need to be done to finish the movie. The Justice why, League why, movie? Yeah. Why I Zach mean, they already got some But I guess he wrote, a, he, he wrote a note to um, Kevin, uh, I don't know how you pronounce his last name, Phage or whatever, the guy who's like, and he was like, hey, look, I'm doing this for for them. And he was like, oh, you didn't have to let us know, but thanks. you know. And he's like, I wish you the best. So I think it's all... Copacetic cool. with that. That is very cool. Yeah. I don't um, know how you could dislike Joss Whedon, so. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. You, you can't. No, and he's, yeah, he's such a nice guy, too. And the early reviews that I've heard that Wonder Woman could be the one. No, I think the it was, and, you know, like and you know what I think up. is going to drive it out of the park is, you know, even the recent spike in people's activism for feminism, like this movie came up, it's coming out in a good time. And I think it, it's going to be It really, literally really is good. the first of these sort of movies in the last decade or so that is featuring a woman and 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 even the well, Chris Gamora. The, well okay so let's talk I about I know this. but she's not the lead she she wouldn't they don't pass the Bexdale test they right They did pass the Bechdel test What in the way They did I I was going to Oh t- I guess there was enough have, scenes you guys, Have you guys talked about the Bechdel test? No. Do you know the Bechdel test? I don't. Okay. Oh man, you don't so, know. I, so I, I, Oh man, this so is actually a, it's actually fascinating because most movies like Frozen or Frozen does. Did uh, I tell you about the Bechdel test? No, no, no. I okay. knew about it. I think that might have been one of our first conversations actually. Oh, okay. Because uh, a girl from Red Tree like a decade ago told me about it and that's how I knew. So her. I actually met Alison Bechdel. She, I, oh, I was I taking a graphic novel course uh, for my MFA program at Penn State and she came and visited uh, and talked about Fun Home, uh, which is like a huge like Tony Award winning musical and stuff now and like this was before that. So she's, she's you know, kind of uh, gone on to, to bigger things here since she right. came and talked to our little class about graphic That's awesome novel. that you heard from her because it's pretty... Yeah, no. I, now, let me see if I can get we... the criteria correct. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So it has to have... And she will... And she will. The first thing she'll say is that like I didn't come up with this. I like popularized it, but whatever. But keep okay. the, the movie criteria to pass the test has to have more than one female lead. Yep. And okay. those two characters have to have conversation and plot advancement that have nothing to do with a man, right. correct? Yep, they have to there has to be more than one female character, they have to have a conversation right. and that conversation has and, to discuss something and it's other a, if than you a go man. to the quick like YouTube video, it goes through all these movies that you would think, "Oh, of course that has strong female, but like literally they like all these movies don't pass the test." And what she'll say from what I've heard for, for like people like my children is what they're seeing is that nothing can happen without the without a man stepping in that like they're really <laughs> like they're gonna have strong women in a movie but they still need the man they're, they can't and so it's it's actually pretty interesting sorry you keep going yeah so no i more. think i think this one passes it i mean a lot of what guardians does the a lot of one? what gamora and nebula discuss yeah is thanos like they discuss thanos a lot but they do i think that there's enough of their conversation that's I mean, just about, talk about their re- sister. Yeah, their relationship right. and their sisterhood. And they do have like, all I wanted was a sister. A exactly. I think there's enough of it that it would that it would it would pass, even though they do talk right. about where you could step away and say, "Oh, there are two women that really don't need these men." Yeah, because and they're both powerful enough within the narrative to 
go off on their own. You you don't yeah. worry about them when they're off on their own. Well, like I said, like Gamora to a large extent is is like the most competent of of like the Guardians like in battles and stuff. Like other than Rocket who's like And from what I've gathered from the Wonder Woman, um I always say it's Chris Pine, but it's yeah. not, is it? Chris, is it Chris Pine's Pine? in Wonder Woman. Okay, okay. Yeah, I always yeah. get him and Chris Pratt. Chris No, no, no. Chris uh, P. Chris P. Chris Pine and the guy who plays Thor. Chris Hemsworth. Chris, I always, Chris, I always get their Chris names. Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but anyways, Chris Pine, his character is is weak. You know, he's not. I mean, he looks like cool and he can fly a plane and stuff, but he's not. I don't think he's going to be swooping in to save the day in the end. Well, but there and there's some some things in the trailer that are a little bit like overt. They're like, why don't you stay back, or maybe not. Right, like, right, right. Why don't you step forward? Right, you know what I right. Mean? And it's yeah. I mean, you can see that they're. Yeah, I'm telling you what, there is not going to be a scene where she's trapped and he has to come in to save the day. If so, then they really botched our culture right now. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they botched. No, it. there's no way. Yeah, they they if the, if that happens, they completely botched what Wonder Woman is. Yeah, and Robin Wright looks like she's going to be awesome too, as like her like trainer. Oh, and right, like, right. She looks like she's going to be, uh, and that's cool too. It's like it's not just going to be you know Wonder Woman who's like the one woman who can like. It's going to be a lot, I think, of their like. Yeah. You know, no, it and it looks good, and I like, you know, I, I guess I hated it. Trailer with, trash uh, number two here. Right? Yeah, and I guess I <laughs> hated it Wonder with Wonder Woman a little bit. I guess I hated it with Thor because I remember when the first and the Thor movie came out a long time ago. I remember being like, whoa, 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 a whole other movie in a different world. This is weird. But now I think I've gotten so used to that. I'm I'm excited to see that because even with uh, Superman, uh, the Man of Steel or whatever it was called, Man of Steel, that one. I could have done a whole movie. Yeah, I could have done a whole movie on Krypton with Russell Crowe. I loved it. I was like, <laughs> "This is awesome." Yeah, that the scene on Krypton was awesome. Yeah, but but we we are fans of those movies. Most people are not. Yeah, I like them. I just <laughs> like DC a lot, and I really want them to hit a home run here. They need one really bad. Well, I, I, yeah, I think they're, they're hitting it on TV, but yeah, the movies. Yeah. Have- I th- I think the simplicity of Wonder Woman and like just focusing on her origin story is going to be really refreshing. Right. And they're yeah. sort of reinventing it in a good way, I think, too. And it's not a familiar one. Like, we don't need the Bruce Wayne story again or the Krypton right. story again. Or Yeah, that's true. Uh, or another Spider-Man origin story, even though we're about to get one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think it's going to be a Spider-Man origin, right? more or less. of He already has these powers, but that's you know, true. it's kind a of suit. He gets a fancy it. suit that gets taken yeah, away from him, apparently. <laughs> that's right. Cause he, we oh, that's the preview we could talk about at Trailer Trash. <laughs> we could have. We could have. There, there are a lot of uh, comic movies. I mean, it well, that is, was uh, the first. That preview is the first glimpse I got. That, oh, he has this fancy suit that Tony Stark gave him that he takes away from him, which is cool. A good like reversal of that story instead of getting it in the end. Yeah, I'm sure. No, he but gets Brad's back. right because we've already we already know he has his powers from uh, Captain America: Civil War or whatever, right? So, so this takes yeah. place after that, though. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he references. Yeah. He's like in the trailer, like he sees. Uh, uh, he says, "Do you know the him?" The commercial of the Captain America. Oh, goes, yeah, yeah. yeah, I stole his shield. I stole his yeah, shield, yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah. So we get, we got we have some good ones coming out. And Blade Four, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Blade Four is the strain. Like it, it's oh. already, it's, it's already, already on TV. It's already on TV. Yeah, but no so, Wes's names. Bringing it back under the big arch of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yes, definitely go see it. We've all seen it twice. Yeah. And stay to the very, very stay end. Stay to the very, very end. There are yeah. five there are five scenes. The Grand Tribunal in one with There are even a couple of Easter eggs within yeah. the credit itself, like Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum. Oh, yeah, pops yeah. up. I saw that. 
Thor Ragnarok. That, that's funny. what really made me think that maybe Guardians might have a cameo because when oh, he popped up in the right, credits, that's right. yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't think of that. I think to, you like, are right. Get together. Maybe you just see Rocket in the crowd gambling on Gamb- who wins or gambling something. on Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, that, yeah, that scene in that tra- trailer really was amazing. When you see the Hulk, you're like, my work friend. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the idea that Thor considers the Avengers like work or a job, not yeah, his like job. everyday life. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You, You've seen the shorts where he has a, a roommate, haven't you? Thor and his oh, yeah. roommate. Oh, yeah. I've seen Those that. are funny. Those are really good. Oh. Well, go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It's good. Definitely. So at home. Ooh. What are we watching at home? I got uh, last time I didn't do. have a lot. You you didn't last time because you were you were like I'm only watching one thing. Yeah, I was. I'm still and I still have rewatched and rewatched and rewatched Brooklyn Nine Nine because it's my favorite show. I've been watching some of that too since you mentioned it. I love. It. There's. <laughs> I want to be Jake Peralta. Like that is the guy I want to be. <laughs> There's at least one new show on Netflix that I know about that There's you're going to mention, and they keep popping up more and more. So three things that I started watching TV series that I think are all worth watching. Big Little Lies on HBO, Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman. It's a little bit of like, you know, drama for rich people, but it's really <laughs> good. It's really good. White like we're, people problems. I think there's not. Yeah, it's definitely. What it is cool, though, is these people that have, you know, they have all this money and, and live in California. But like you do see like they're real. It's really good so far. So um, there's nine episodes and we're into the fifth one. and It's really good. Uh, the second thing is, and I was sharing this earlier, I didn't like it the whole first season, but I was just watching it because it was just on the Gilmore Girls. Uh, no, <laughs> that was really good first season. The uh, uh, Last Man on Earth with uh, Will Forte and the girl from uh, Gravity Falls. That's all I know from the cartoon. But um, so you've seen Gravity Falls? Yeah, yeah, I love Gravity. So Falls. So you know, Gravity Falls has a crossover with Rick and Morty. So you know, hold on, is does Rick and Morty pop into the Gravity Falls episodes? Because no. I don't think so. So when, so do you remember in Gravity Falls? This is getting very like detailed. with the Triangle Guy. No, no, with oh. the well, that that is yeah. You do Bob, see you do Bill, see him. Bill? You do see him on. We're going way off tangent. We're going way now. off. Yeah, but this is a pretty amazing but crossover. Right? I had no a, idea. So in Gravity Falls, remember when he opens the portal and like his like mug. With a question mark on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And his like pin and thing go through. Well, in like one of the first episodes of, or eh, maybe not the first one, but an episode of, uh, of Rick and Morty, he's like opening up a bunch of portals and through one portal falls that mug <sighs> and the pin. Oh, I need to, all right. I'm going to just get the kids and have to watch that because that sounds awesome. Um, <laughs> but so the show is not great in the first season. It's funny in the beginning, but then they, it like, you're like, okay, how does this go three uh, seasons? Yeah. And the second season, they really do change it around and it, made it, it makes it really, I think, actually entertaining to watch. <laughs> and, they, and it's almost like every five episodes, they're finding another person alive. So they keep adding to the cast. Right. Um, which is, I think, fun too. And then the third thing is uh, Unbreakable Kitty, Kimmy, Schmidt, Kimmy Schmidt, season three. Season three. Um, I'm in the fifth episode and laughing just as much as I did in the other two. And I've seen the first two. We just started it the other day. And yeah, it's Titus it's, and Drama. It's hilarious. I love it. hilarious. That guy is not in anything else, is he? I don't know. Because I think I, he's I, actually pretty good at that. I, and I'm like, maybe this is all he can do or something. And I love like all his musical stuff that he does. A lot more cameos in this season so far. I've seen like Jude Freelander. Um, Is he wearing his hats? No, he's got a nasty long hair with a bald spot in the middle. So. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Anything at home? Yeah, so uh, I've started watching another FX show, uh, I'm pretty sure, Baskets. So You're Baskets, always watching the obscure shows. I like so, it. So, Baskets, so it's, it's Zach Galifianakis, who's... <gasps> 
Are you serious? One of my all-time favorites. Hold yeah. on, baskets. Speaking show, of, is it on a speaking of, I'm like, I'm lo- I love that I'm being like the total hipster guy who's like, oh, I saw them way back in October when he was like nobody knew. Way him, back but, in the day. Yeah, but uh, so I saw um Zach Galifianakis uh like do a, a one-man show at like Furman University like before he was big and I mean he's hilarious and everything. It was after I saw comedians of comedy. Like Pat Oswald. Oh, that's a great Pat Oswald um, and Zach Galifianakis. I mean, everybody's great, but those two guys are like some of my favorites. But anyway, although Maria Bamford's in that crowd, right? I don't like Maria you don't like Bamford. Maria Bamford. Her, her show. Funny. Her show was on Netflix. It's or weird. Hulu or one of those two, and, and she did a. She, I, I kind of like it. She I, did I like a stand up, but the literally the entire audience was just her two parents. So it was her doing stand up <laughs> show in front of her parents, she, which is a funny premise. She but, does weird, really, really good though. Well, but anyway, I don't. So in baskets, she's too much of a meth head for me I, I i know yeah so in 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 baskets he plays a rodeo clown who's like down in his luck and like he studied clowning he studied <laughs> clowning in france <laughs> i gotta watch this and, uh, louis, louis ck is a creator on the show yeah i'm Lu- looking it up louis right now. ck uh is a creator and writer on the show and there's also the other louis remember louis like who was way back yeah on? louis louis, louis, anderson. louis yeah. the dogs like this yeah. he and had that show louis that exactly. cartoon that yeah, sucked yeah. and he plays he plays his mom and he, I'm t- so so zach galifianakis i think is the is the master of like the awkward moment humor you know um he does that so well and uh i've only seen the first like three or four episodes like of his uh of this. between two ferns yeah just awkward constantly. Oh, it's on Hulu. Amazing. It's on Hulu. You can yeah. watch it on Hulu. Between, I will start ferns, watching this. Between Two Ferns is great. Oh my gosh, that picture is hilarious of him. <laughs> the clown yeah. up there at the top. It's it's awesome. So, and uh, there's a little bit of added like interest for me too because... Uh, 10 episodes. One of my girlfriends, like her her. One, one of, of your girlfriends? Friends, which one? One of my girlfriend's best friends, <laughs> if you listen to the whole part is that uh her husband is actually a clown like he does a rodeo does, clown not a rodeo clown oh. but he does clowning and he's like what's his clown name i don't know what his you didn't clown ask his clown. that's the first I, thing you should I ask if you get a clown that. what's your clown it's name Renoir. no it's it's uh baskets no i don't know so uh is that his clown thing's a little stressful for him right now in this this day and time yeah well he, he also teaches or? like he teaches drama especially Dayton since barnum and, and bailey dropped yeah their but he, he's done clowning in like abu dhabi and like but like certain cultures, you did not love ask him clowning. his clown name because you know they have one name, and no matter where they go, they're I that know. clown. I'll ask him. I'll next next time if you guys have me on again, I'll I'll stay know, stay tuned. Find out the, the clown, clown name. Stay tuned for the clown name. <laughs> I'm guessing it starts with a B. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, watch baskets. It's it's hilarious. I will. That's actually a great that, recommendation. Actually, it sounds pretty good. I don't have to look it up. Bradford. I've been watching Kimmy Schmidt two episodes. We we started it over before season three, so we were. We were halfway through season one before season three came out. So. Did you watch it? I, I've seen parts of season one, but I haven't. Fin- I haven't oh, it's, so, it's so funny. A lot of people had a lot of problems. I know the premise. It, right? I know the pre- it's not like I disliked it. I, I liked it. I just, you know, I, you get caught on other things. I thought it was funny. One thing I guess I could recommend that I did see that unfortunately you weren't here for the, the fifth element. They played it in the oh, theater. Oh, you did see it. I wish it was, I was here. It was though. pretty amazing Luke to see Besson. it. So, Luc Besson. Is, did he direct the Valerian and the City yes. of a Thousand yeah. Planets? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's my yeah, there was most a, anticipated film of the trailer. summer. <laughs> yeah, there was there was an extended preview in front of the Fifth Element for Valerian. See, I, I then, that's my most anticipated film of the summer. And then the Fifth Valerian. Element was uh, it was like an all new 4K HD copy of it, and it, it looked mm, really nice. That's awesome. Did it transfer? Did you? I mean, did it? Oh, it, it was. Lilo Dallas, multi pass. Just as multi-pass. much fun multi-pass. seeing it 
Coleman Dallas. You know, last week as I did, you know, 20 years ago when it came out. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Is that your favorite best song, you think? Oh, it's definitely um, The Professional is my favorite. Is it? Leon de Professional. Yeah, that, that would... Fifth Element's right up there, though, because it's, it's a good one, too. So next episode, we will... Uh, we don't know what we'll talk. Four there stones, are many not one, not things two, not that we, we may be discussing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to fa- see Ar- Arthur. I want to see... I've already seen Fast and Furious, so I can talk about that. And I haven't <laughs> seen Alien. I want to talk about that. Be Alien. I, haven't se- I do want to see Baywatch this week. I think it looks hilarious. Pirates, Baywatch. There, there's I'll a lot. I'll see the Pirates movie. Stay, stay tuned. The cinema guys are going to get fun during the summer, I think. Fun, fun. Thanks for checking out the cinema guys. Maybe sometime we will see you at at the the movies. You guys gonna wear Baywatch bathing suits next podcast? We should wear bathing suits at the movie theater and bring like life throwers. But I don't mean like the red shorts. I mean like you wear like the red onesie, like the red like Like Pamela Anderson. Yeah, exactly. Was Pamela Anderson in that? Is that where she got? (laughs) That's where she got her. We're gonna run into the theater in slow motion. Yeah.